Welcome to the Green Heart Living Podcast with your host, Elizabeth Hill. very pleased to be talking with my friend Davidson Hang this morning. Uh, it's wonderful to see you today. Yeah, thanks for having me, Liz. Thank you so much for your help and your support. And the ENFP book is, is uh, we're, we're coming up with a lot of ideas for it, so we're already started working on it. So yeah, it's, it's been a pleasure really working with you and to see your your evolution since I've met you. It's, it's phenomenal. It's like you're growing by leaps and bounds. It's, it's pretty cool to see. Oh, thank you, Davidson. That's so sweet. Yeah, you were in the first collaborative book that I did, which is really only a year ago. <laughs> it's not crazy. to think about. It feels like an entire lifetime. It feels like it's been 10 years or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah I can imagine because you've worked on at least 10 books. So each book is like a year. <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> Weird how time can do that, right? Time can just flux to feel like whatever it is. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I I love how your brain works. So it's so cool that you have this ENFP project. I mean, I can't wait to look at that and work on it with you. For me, understanding that I am an INFJ helps me so much in doing my work and communicating with people in all kinds yeah. of relationships. So I think it will be really neat to have a book of people that are this, right? To specify that and to really connect and help each other. So what a cool idea. It's it's interesting because when you think, oh, it's only one out of 16 personalities, but then you multiply that times how many like billions of people are in the world. That's a pretty significant number. It's a lot of people. It's multiple millions of people. And that's such a neat idea of, you know, I'm a big fan for taking the thing that we know that we've lived and helping mm -hmm. other people with that. So we might think at first, oh, this is so specific. Who could this help? Oh my goodness, this could help so many people. So it's so important that yeah. we take that little kernel of truth and wisdom and, and share it. And so I want to make sure we talk about redefining masculinity today. And will you share with me and all of us a little bit about how the idea for this book came about? It's a timely message because Mother's Day was yesterday and it was like completing the full circle where I think in a way, like my dad's absence in my life was very tragic in, in a sense, but in a way, it's also helped me like really want to connect with other men and kind of create a community of men who, who didn't have a father or who didn't have the best male role models. So just thinking back to all the power of all the women in my life and a lot of the men's lives and how they've impacted us and how sometimes when we seek something that we lack, it manifests itself in like just beautiful community and laughter and crying and sharing like very vulnerable moments with other men. You know, Edwin and I, one of the other authors in the book, kind of thought about this idea. We would often go to men's groups and he would invite me to his men's groups and vice versa. And I was like, wow, like I'm not alone. There's a lot of other men who feel this way. And it was cool just to be able to have something that's an idea and have it come to fruition with your support and help, of course. It was such a joy to meet the different men that you brought to the table. And I knew some people that I brought to that I thought yeah. would be really interesting stories. And what I'm really floored by is that how different the stories are. Even though we convened it and obviously we will attract a certain coachy type of people or something. <laughs> yeah. But the stories themselves are very 
different and unique and written in really different ways too. So it was lovely to see that broad view. Were there any things that surprised you while you were writing your own chapter or being involved in the entire project? Yeah, it's, it's interesting because I think when we have these perspectives of other men, you know, I'm, I'm very fortunate that, you know, I would say I'm pretty close to many of the men here and our perception of them versus how much they've transformed over since I've met them. Because if you meet people three, four or five years ago, you're kind of like, okay, I think I have a, a good grasp of like what this person is going through. But, you know, just in the past few years alone, it's hard to be truly present to all the accomplishments and all the thoughts just because we evolve as human beings. So just reading Mark's chapter and Alex Terranova's chapters, they've grown so much since I've really gotten to know them over the coaching programs a few years ago. And just to see how incredible it is that we can evolve so quickly. And yeah, it was cool. Like in the marriage of so many different perspectives, a lot of people have reached out to me and shared their reflections and I think the words were the perfect combination of marriage of different opinions and diversity of thought and not only of thought, but just backgrounds. And I think that's what made it so beautiful, you know, similar to like a tie dye or mosaic or something like that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I know for myself, one thing that really excited me about being able to do this book is that I'm in a lot of ladies groups. I'm in a lot of women's groups mm -hmm. and sometimes there is some male bashing in these groups, right? There's some like <laughs> yeah. some nasty things said. And when I hear that, it hurts my heart. You know, I've been blessed to know such wonderful heart-centered guys that really are very loving and in tune with themselves. Mm -hmm. And so I wanted to be able to be a platform to talk about this, right? For women, because I mean, it's called redefining masculinity. Guess what? Ladies are involved with this too. It's not yeah. just a, a man's book. It's yeah. for us too to see from mm. a masculine perspective and the the variety of masculine perspectives. Like, what's mm. that mean? And I thought I had a pretty good, you know, <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, I know guys, you know. <laughs> but when I read this, I was like, oh my goodness. It took me to a whole other level of understanding mm. and helped me to approach relationships of all kinds with guys in a different mm. way. And so I learned a lot from being part of this book and reading the stories. So thank you for bringing that to me just personally. I'll just let you know. <laughs> I'm grateful yeah. for it. I think um, yeah. that was something we didn't expect too. A lot of the men also shared like, wow, many women in our lives have really read a lot of the chapters. And, and that was a surprise, honestly. We thought it would just be like 99% men that would be reading it. But it was actually like a more balanced ratio based on the feedback that we're receiving. So that's fascinating. What was the experience like, the writing part of it for you? What was that like? Well, it helps when you have Greenheart living on your side, not gonna lie. Yeah. <laughs> that made it a lot easier. Yeah, I mean, I tell everyone, because a lot of people have actually reached out to me and was like, oh, I have all these ideas in my mind. I think something that I never would have expected would be, like it provided space for many other people who never thought they would be authors to actually consider it now. and. That's beautiful. I mean, that's such a wonderful effect that I didn't think about. I would say, honestly, half the conversations has more. It's like, oh, what is it like working with Liz? <laughs> but a uh, long way to answer. Yeah, I, I think the community that you've created with a lot of these writing groups has helped because 
that's like a big portion of the support because we all have that shared common background of being creative and want to, to find inspiration. And that's really cool. But yeah, I, I think another cool thing about writing was everyone's writing process is so different. Some people like they're very structured. Hey, every Sunday at 6.30 a.m. to 8.30, that's like my creativity writing time. And some folks like myself, it's like, I'll just have this hit of inspiration and write everything out in one setting in one hour. So it's like, that's how I operate. But I know everyone's different. <laughs> that's what's so funny is that people will often say, okay, what do I do? What's the right way to do this? And there isn't uh -huh. a right way because everyone is so different. There's options and I'll share the different things that people have tried that work for them. But everyone's yeah. writing style is so unique, the way that feels good and clicks with them. So it's neat that people can be creative in that too, how they write. And that's neat that you've taken advantage of that. Yeah. Any other projects or anything else that you want to share? Anything that's come from the Redefining Masculinity book or anything else coming up? It's safe to say that we're going to be partnering a lot in our lifetimes together. <laughs> I say lifetimes because who knows if we've known each other in a past life, right? <laughs> So the ENFP book, for those who aren't as familiar, it's Myers-Briggs type assessor. Uh, we're known as like the campaigners slash like promoters, which basically just means that we have a lot of energy. We're usually like the cheerleader with the people that you go to that get people excited about everything, whether it's the latest book project or whatever it is. We just add a lot of excitement to life and joy in general. So Pan Tang, Jackie Shao, and Santa Victoria are also going to be working with me on this project. We've also have realized that when we actually take the time and take space to actually dive inner because our automatic waves of beings is more focused on the outside. Mm -hmm. When we do more of the inner meditations and mindfulness, and that's actually where we find the true joy instead of using others validations to kind of prove our worth in society. It's more about rediscovering ourselves or reinventing ourselves and actually taking time to take care of ourselves that will actually lead to the most success. So it's like almost counterintuitive for extroverted folks, but it's actually the thing that we all have noticed that has helped us like get to the next level. Yeah, whether it's marriage or life or family or whatever. That's so cool. I love this. It's a way of really sourcing you that might not seem like a natural thing. For extrovert, you'd think, oh, yeah, you got to be around the people. You got to do this. You got to do external. Yeah. To really give people paths that are specific. Try this. Mm -hmm. Try this. It could open up things for people in that. That's really neat. Yeah. Another uh, project I'm working with you on for others, just a little teaser, is just like an autobiography about just healing and forgiveness and shame and guilt and an accomplishment coaching we call it completion mm -hmm. and what it looks like to kind of restore integrity and not only forgive ourselves and you know what we perceive as like others instead of being in victim mentality and just tapping into the universe god spirit whatever you want to call it so that should be a, a pretty interesting book <laughs> so that's coming out early next year and then all the guys want to do a redefining masculinity part two that's going to be more focused about celebrating the women in our lives and acknowledging our mothers and our spouses and just a lot of the women that have helped made us who we are. So that's going to be interesting as well. So that's another project that I'd like to work with you on as well. <laughs>
I love your ideas. I just can't get enough. (laughs) I am a fan. Yeah, let's do those things. Thank you for keeping creating. Thank you for writing. Thank you so much. I know at first you didn't think of yourself as a writer at all. So I am so grateful that you busted through that whole story. (laughs) (laughs) So that you could share your story and make it possible for other people to do it too. Mm. So thank you so much. How do people get in touch with you to learn more about you or connect with your work? I tend to be maybe like too big on social media. (laughs) So it's actually funny because one of the practices for this year is kind of dialing it back and just being more intentional where, or everything in moderation, right? Like don't rely too much on social media, but use it as a platform to share, create communities, like be with other people, you know, in, in like empowering ways. But yeah, that's a long way to answer. Yeah, if you Google Davidson Hang, you'll find all my social media links. I have a ton. <laughs> I'm everywhere, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. And how's your podcast going? Oh my God, I can't believe it's almost 120 something episodes. Like, that's crazy. <laughs> well, it's a great podcast. So people, if you haven't listened to it yet, please go download, subscribe. Yes, yeah. Many of the people in in our communities, our shared communities, are have been guests on the podcast. Thank you for giving them that avenue and sharing their story as well. It's been an absolute pleasure to talk with you, Davidson. I literally could talk with you all day long. (laughs) (laughs) I'll catch you soon. Thank you, Liz. I really appreciate you, and yeah, really want to acknowledge you for your leadership and like also giving yourself space to say no. I know that could be hard for people like you and I and also taking care of yourself, your well-being and just being an awesome mother. I mean, you're like a mother to like hundreds of people now, I feel like. Oh, that makes me so happy. (laughs) Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. To find out more about Green Heart Living, visit us on our website at www.greenheartliving.com and follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash greenheartliving. This is a production of the LPL Podcast Network.